You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello, welcome back. This is Adam Rosen. You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm going to continue today. Uh, This is episode 95, and we're continuing with this mini podcast series on what actually goes on in that operating room of yours. Um, This is another common topic that um, even friends and family ask all the time. So I know, I'm sure, um, I don't know, but I'm sure you probably have the same question as, what do you guys actually talk about when you're in there? Like, what are you actually doing? And, And first and foremost, I'll tell you. We talk about the patient, you know, so more so I think in the past uh, year or so with as many people have left healthcare, we're spending more time talking about the patient and the case because back in the day when I had these teams that worked with me for many, many years, you know, they all know what they're doing and um, they would look at the x-ray. They knew the procedures very, very well. So you're kind of moving along, but you know, with um, the changes in healthcare with COVID and more and more people leaving healthcare and lots of travelers coming around to different hospitals, you're spending a lot more time actually talking about the surgery and the steps and what instruments are needed and what the plan is because these are people that aren't working with you on a regular basis. So the patient is always number one. That's most important. Now, depending on the operating room that you go to, the topics may change. In my operating room, very commonly, we used to talk about food a lot. We're always talking about food and cooking and who's going to what restaurant, um, what you're eating, what you're planning on making for dinner, and you know what sort of recipes you have. So that was always something that came up. And unfortunately, it would just tend to make us more and more hungry throughout the day. Um, the other big things that would come up a lot, too, is just financial stuff, the economy, like what's going on in the world, what's going on in the stock market. And, you know, a lot of that relates back to the money um, and financial understanding of healthcare, just because even the people that work in healthcare, me and all the people that work in the operating room, we're not happy with how healthcare is. I mean, we, we continue to pay the increased premiums that patients pay for insurance, you know, increased deductibles and co-pays. And the cost of healthcare continues to rise and rise and rise, but especially with what's been going on in the world, the economy and the fluctuations, that's something that always does you know, come up. The other big topic would be music. Um, and for some people, this is a bigger issue um, and a bigger topic than others. I remember one doctor that I trained with is really big into music. And I'll tell you, more often than not, you sometimes would get quizzed as a resident or a student on you know, what's the name of this song and, and what band sang it? And then if you started to get really good, it started to become, okay, well, what year? Uh, so some people really get into music. And what do we listen to? It really depends. Um, I know some people that do um, listen to classical, and it's definitely the procedures that are slower, more tedious. You see this more neurosurgery and cardiothoracic surgery, vascular, some hand surgeons. And, you know, when we were doing a lot of trauma, you know, it's a lot of more heavy metal and things like that, especially when I was in training and we were at the trauma centers and it's two in the morning. I'm not sure if it was as much to keep us awake um, as much as it just kind of fit the mood. Uh, I have um, certain team members that, you know, they'll like techno and other people will put on different stuff during the day. Me personally, I don't, 
I don't have a strong preference. I'll basically allow the team, if they want to put something on for the day, that's great. I've always kind of said too, you know, I wish the hospital had a, you know, stereo speakers in the room and a little system where patients, you know, would be able to pick what their music is. So before they entered the operating room, there's been a lot of studies looking at music and um, it's something I think would be nice, you know, patients uh, that could be hearing it, even if under anesthesia, but at least when they come into the room, you know, they hear this music that puts them at ease. Now, climate change has been a big discussion um, lately. You know, people are always talking about climate change, especially how it affects um, or how our OR affects climate change. There was just a, a paper that I saw that came out in the um, news about a month ago that talked about how much, you know, CO2 emissions are just from trash in operating rooms. And it's terrible. You know, at the end of a case for a total knee, I'll see three or four bags of trash. You know, and you look at the millions of arthroplasty or joint replacement procedures that are done in just the U.S. alone, I mean, that's a ton of trash. So we really have to do a better job. And unfortunately, in healthcare too, the money's indisposable. So companies aren't interested in producing one of something if you can sterilize it over and over again. So we'll complain so much that, you know, the, the greediness of a lot of these companies is to produce things that are disposable. So you throw them in the trash so you can buy another one from them. And, you know, the other thing that we talk about as workers at a place, just like workers at any place, if you're around, you know, the, the water cooler, you're going to talk about your employer. You know, things that you think are not done well, things that you think could be done better. And like you hear it in probably every other industry in the world is, you know, how the people in charge don't always listen or understand how the people that are actually doing the job do it and what they need to do their job better. And that's a big thing that comes up, especially in healthcare. You know, I hear it more and more, especially when I talk to, you know, friends and colleagues in other industries, you know, healthcare seems to be a big issue where the things that are driven by the top don't always fit in with how the people at the bottom that are doing the job are able to do the job with the equipment that the people above provide them. Uh, the other thing we talk about too, just as healthcare in general, um, I know a lot of my partners um, have able to uh, or have been able to go on philanthropic missions to other uh, parts of the world and do things. So that's something that uh, as I get older and my kids get older, something that I would like to be able to do. I think there's definitely a huge field for it with certain things when you talk about like glaucoma and eye care, dental care. You know, there's not too many third world places that are in need of a knee replacement, um, but there are some places that. Uh, you know, allow you to go to do arthroplasty type stuff. And even if you're doing the surgery, even to be able to teach, you know, orthopedic doctors in those areas. So that's something that I want to go into. And then how could anybody in our country in the past, you know, year or so not talk about politics? You know, politics is something that can come up. Um, it can get heated. You know, it's kind of one of those things you're always taught like, hey, at a dinner party, you know, don't talk about abortion, religion, or politics. And to be honest with you, we talk about all three. So all three get talked about on a regular basis, but politics has probably one of the, been the biggest ones lately. Um, the, you know, the abortion um, issue is something that has been talked about uh, more recently. Um, and religion is something that gets brought up, you know, on a pretty regular basis. Now, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, and I can say that in my operating room, you know, I don't remember... Um, myself ever doing this, and at least in the hospital that I work in, um, I can say for right now, it's not something, but you hear about this on the news, and I'm sure people are going, well, what about patients? And, you know, you hear these stories of people that have, you know, turned on their phones and recorded uh, what was said when they were in an operating room under anesthesia about their body, 
um, or about them as a patient. And a lot of those things are negative. So that's not right. Um, I don't agree with that. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where for me, you know, in an office, if I have a patient say that, you know, is overweight, um, I will talk to them from a healthcare standpoint of, you know, I would like you to see um, some weight loss occur before surgery for these reasons for your health. Um, but there's a lot of body dysmorphism in the world and a lot of negative connotations that can occur, both from people that are underweight as well as overweight and other things. So there can be um, negative things said about you everywhere in the world. Um, and if you're someone that has had that occur to you, and I'm sure most of us at some point have had something negative said to us about the color of our skin um, or our religion um, or our sexual preference that unfortunately for you, you suffered. Um, and that's not right. Um, I can say stuff like that does not go on in the operating room. I don't, I don't like say my operating room because I'm not the king, um, but I guess in some ways as the surgeon in the room, you are responsible and in charge. So I would take responsibility for that if that happened or occurred. But in an operating room, uh, the most important thing I want you to understand is that you know you should be comfortable with the doctor um, that has or that you've chosen to care for you. And when you go into an operating room, you have professionals that are there that are taking care of you. And when they do their job well, they might talk about other things, but they're doing their job to take care of you to the best of their abilities. And they wanna make sure that you feel safe and that you feel comfortable and that you feel that you are being taken care of to the level of expertise and professionalism that you would want any friend or family member to be taken care of. And that's the way I look at it with my patients. You know, I'm in there when they go to sleep, you know, even if it's holding their hand and you can tell some patients are more nervous than others. Um, and some patients, you know, joke, um, whether or not it's nervous laughter or not. And yes, I can tell you that over the years, we've had plenty of patients that have started to tell us a joke when they went under anesthesia. And right when they got to the punchline, they were out. And sometimes I would have to ask the patient late, later the next day or in the hospital or in the office, like, hey, you told us a joke and we're all dying to know like what the punchline was. So, you know, even patients get to come in the operating room and talk about things sometimes too. So just to give you some insight as to what actually goes on, what we talk about, you know, the operating room essentially is our water cooler. So we work there all day and we talk. Um, but at the same time, and most importantly, we take care of people like you. So thanks again for listening. This is Adam Rosen. You've been tuning in to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. If you like what you're listening to and you like what you're hearing, tell your friends and leave a five-star review. It helps other people like you find this podcast. And until next time, stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.